It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. From the studios of WATH, this is the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM. Connor Mills and the mic taking up until 6.30 today on the 20th day of April, 6.06 on the clock and 70 degrees and partly sunny outside in southeast Ohio. Again, it's a sports fan presented by J&K Contracting and uh, flying solo for the 30 minutes today. We've got the Columbus Blue Jackets coming on at 6.30. It's the Blue Jackets and the Florida Panthers. And the other game coming on tonight, we won't have it on the station, the Cincinnati Reds, as they have a three-game series against the Arizona Diamondbacks. So that will start today and will last up until Thursday. And the Reds will again, will, uh, they'll have another series coming up over on the weekends. And on Thursday and Friday, we'll have two Athens Bulldog baseball games. Two home games on Thursday got Warren. On Friday, it will be against Wellston. Right now, the last time we checked in, it was Athens on top of Nelsonville, York, because that's an away game today. Uh, but they were up 3-1 to one after 1. Uh, one run scored for Nelsonville, York in the bottom of the first inning. And then uh, Derek Welsh is on the mound, has yet to give up a hit. And uh, the update after that, 6-1 to one Athens, middle of the second. So still, you know, always uh, count on Trevor and appreciate the work he does. And uh, last update again was at 5:53 with Athens on top of Nelsonville, York, 6-1. to one. And then Athens softball through the top of the third. Athens softball is up 9 to nothing over Nelsonville, York. So the two good leads right now for Athens, 6 to one 9 nothing for baseball and softball. And again, we will have uh, Athens baseball back on the airwaves later on this week, Thursday and Friday. Uh, but we also uh, will welcome onto the program coming up in a little bit, Jack Leckler. He was the sports editor for The Post, and you know he's kind of shifting into the main role now is him and J.L. Kirvin. Uh, J.L. did a fantastic job, and we had him on during football season. I uh, would like to have him on one more time before he you know, closes one page and opens up another, but Jack Leckler will join us in about two minutes. Um, but we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Ohio men's basketball. We'll talk uh, a little bit about what Leckler envisions for the, the post coming up, and they also have a couple of podcasts available uh, surrounding Ohio University sports. And while we're talking about the Bobcats, uh, first for the baseball team today, uh, see if Ohio baseball was in action. And they are not in action until Friday, uh, but they took one, two games out of Northern Illinois, went two and two with a 19 to five win in eight innings, and then another win 10 to six. The team that was in action today, and then where Joey was, he was calling the game for softball earlier on, and. Uh, you know, Joe was calling the softball game in the first game for Ohio softball. It was a 9-1 to win over Akron. That one was a final in five innings. And then Akron and Ohio in the second game, I guess there was an injury or something that happened out in the bullpen. But Athens and, uh, and Ohio took the win over Akron 7-1. to We welcome on to the program right now the sports editor for the post, Jack Leckler. Leckler, it's good to have you on the Hi, program. Connor. How are you? Good, Connor. How are you doing? We're doing all right, Gleckler. And, uh, you know, I guess the Post and everybody else is kind of doing their job and, and setting things in stone, getting up for the, the next academic year. Uh, what, what's in store for you in, in year number two as the you know, sports editor for the Post? 
you know, really, I think the biggest, you know, storylines over the past couple of weeks really has kind of been focusing on, you know, preparing for the next men's basketball season. You know, they had a really, I'd say, almost a seminal year this season. You know, their first NCAA berth since 2012, first MAC, MAC championship since 2012. You know, they had a lot of great offseason acquisitions. And I think it's going to be probably the highlight of the athletic year next year, just how well this men's basketball team can really rebound next year. Well, of course, the big thing that I think Bobcat fans are excited about, number one, is the, the you know, getting Jason Carter back from Xavier, right? Because Carter left when you know, Jeff Bowles took over the program, saw Phillips was out after five years, and Jason Carter decided to take his talents down to Cincinnati, well, well for Xavier, and you know, now you know, he's coming back, taking his extra year here in Athens, and the, also the additions of A.J. Clayton plus uh, the Azuma kid from Hargrave Academy. These are a couple of big signings for Ohio as they're looking to you know, fulfill some big and lofty goals in this upcoming basketball season. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. You know, Jason Carter coming back, that is, you know, phenomenal for them. You know, he only averaged about 5.5 points and six rebounds per game at Xavier this year. But last season is the season before he transferred at Ohio, he averaged 15.6 points per game and 6.4 rebounds. Those totals would have, you know, gotten him at second for average points per game and third for rebounds per game, you know, just uh, had he been playing for Ohio this season, too. And, you know, they got two very good forwards in A.J. Clayton and then I.J. Azuma. I can't really stress how excited I am to see him play because he's another like freshman Mark Sears this season. He's a Hargrave Military Academy alumni coming into Ohio. And Hargrave has done wonders for Ohio this season. You know, Mark Sears has really proven himself this season just showing up and, you know, when Jason Preston was injured, really filling that role very well and growing at an exponential rate you wouldn't really expect for a freshman. And um, you can only... And Azuma, you can only expect what he can do, you know, have it coming from a uh, program like Hargrave, you know, and I probably the best thing that Bulls could have done, you know, was hiring former Hargrave coach Lee Martin, you know, being able right. to get that leverage to uh, sign Mark Sears and then get Azuma. Uh, it'll be a really interesting thing to see how they develop next year. Well, absolutely. And, you know, now the big question moving forward for Ohio is that the three guys who transferred out, Riven Miguel, uh, Mason McMurray and Nolan Foster, I mean, those guys did not see a whole lot of time out on the court, right? It's understandable why they would, you know, want to transfer out, and we wish nothing but the best for them. Is You know, they, they all contributed in their own ways to a pretty special year last year, but that still leaves your starting five with Jason Preston, Ben Vanderplas, uh, you know, Ben Roderick, Dwight Wilson the third, and uh, help me out with the, the fifth... Uh, London McDay. London McDay, thank you. Uh, but and, and McDay is terrific too. But now, with these signings and you know with AJ Clayton and Izuma, and obviously you, you got to anticipate Carter getting some kind of significant playing time coming back. Uh, who kind of sees less or a, a less significant role, or maybe not less significant? It's not the right way to word it, but who sees less time out on the court next year? You know, I think kind of, in my opinion, I think. London McDay may see less 
time in the starting five. You know, if they sub out uh, McDay for, say, Carter and then get, like, that solid starting five rotation of um, Preston, Wilson, Vanderplas, Roderick, and Carter, that'll be a deadly weapon, especially going into Mac play. And then I think, you know, I don't want to speak for anyone here, but I think probably the best approach would kind of, you know, have instead of, you know, just like a very strong starting five, have a very strong, you know, off the bench presence. You know, these guys don't have to be starting to be very effective. You know, you can have young guys like AJ Clayton and AJ Azuma and then having Mark Sears come off the bench and, you know, knock down a couple points, you know, if the game's getting slow, you know. Uh, I think it's going to be more of a focus on getting, not so much getting these guys less time, but more kind of rounding out the roster and trying to get this young talent more time on the court so they can develop alongside the guys who have already, you know, proven themselves, like Preston and Wilson and uh, Vanderplas. Yeah, because these guys are in here now. And while we're anticipating a very, very exciting 2021-2022 season, you know, these uh, majority of these guys are only going to be here for another year, right? I mean, Dwight Wilson is done after this year. Ben Vanderplas, I believe, is done after this year. Plus, Preston will probably be looking to move on, you know, after his uh, you know, final year is up. Uh, and, and, and Carter is, is out as well. So that leaves, you know, out of the starting rotation, London McDay coming back as well as Ben Roderick. Um, you know, so you're going to need to get some experience, some young experience rotated in with this experienced group of guys. And, you know, I'd really like to see, you know, Sears, obviously, I, I think he's going to make a big impact. Maybe not. Uh, it'll probably be a bigger impact next year, but I think he's even going to take over uh, the year after that whenever Preston leaves. And then plus, I got to tell you, I mean, the Jalen White kid seems like that he can shoot. And I know my roommate's pretty excited about him because, you know, all he does, he's coming off, he shoots a couple of threes, and he, and he makes the shots. Uh, but who are the couple of young guys you, you kind of have an eye on moving forward beyond maybe the upcoming season? You know, I think one of the guys, you know, me and JL really focused on uh, last season, just kind of focusing on them, was Miles Brown. You know, he's a very good defensive player. He really know, knows his way around the court. You know, he gets those rebounds. Uh, uh, another player, you know, this might be, I don't know if you consider this a hot take or not, but I think Colin Granger could be a force giving him another year or two of development. You know, he's a very big guy. He's about he's about the height of Dwight Wilson, if not a little bit taller, about the same size. He could be that good in the, in the paint presence that, you know, Ohio might be missing once Wilson moves on. And, you know, like you said, Jalen White, you know, there's a couple times this season where this where he just, you know, comes off the bench and he just nails a couple threes and goes right back. You know, if he gets more playing time and gets more uh, attention from the coaching staff and Bulls, you know, I think he could really develop into another shooter, almost like Ben Roderick. And the interesting thing, especially playing against Creighton, right? I mean, Granger made a couple of mistakes. Uh, you know, Preston had a nice pass to him, and, and he was unable to kind of crowd the ball and, and handle it a couple of times. But I thought it was an interesting move by Bowles because Colin Granger saw significant playing time when it wasn't Dwight Wilson out on the court. So I think maybe, you know, Bowles kind of tipped his hand to see who's kind of the favorite to step up next. And I got to agree. I mean, it seems like Colin Granger is going to be that next guy to step up and should see some kind of increased role next year as well. Absolutely. You know, he, you know, from what I've seen of Colin Granger this season, you know, he, 
again, he's a freshman. He's got plenty of time to develop, you know. And for what I've seen of him, he's very promising. You know, he he knows uh, Ohio system very well. You know, Bowles has obviously been kind of, you know, like you said, tipping his hand to him, kind of giving him that time that he needs to kind of grow in his freshman season. And, you know, we'll probably see it more next year, you know, when he get, he's a little older, he's had more time to grow. And, you know, with Wilson coming out, you know, he'll have probably get more time, you know, on the court, more time shooting, more attention given to him to really kind of foster that growth that we kind of want to see of him. Yeah, absolutely. And bottom line with this team next year and the team in the future, with especially with uh, A.J. Clayton, the signing of him, and you know, the acquisition of I.J. Azuma, uh, this team seems to be set not only for this upcoming year, but pretty fun to, to be a part of and pretty fun to watch for the next upcoming years, uh, especially during Jeff Bowles' tenure. And I think i got to give credit to Jeff Bowles because it seems like the guys that he's recruited have come in and done a tremendous job, even though there are a couple layovers from Saul Phillips' recruiting in Jason Preston and uh, you know, BVP. Oh, yeah. I think one of Bulls' strengths is just, you know, how he can recruit. You know, especially this year, you know, granted his recruits haven't gotten a lot of time, but having that ability to just, you know, uh, have those young guys like Mark Sears, Colin Granger, we can go on about these guys, you know, just having, giving them that ability to play and already seeing them grow like this so quickly is kind of just, you know, a real indication of what Bowles does, does. And I think another really important aspect that I don't, you know, we haven't really touched on yet is, you know, Bowles likes to make Ohio's basketball fun. Like these guys, when they're on the court, they're always having fun. They're cracking jokes. They're relaxed. And I saw that a lot during the MAC tournament, too. Like, this is, it was one of their most high stakes games of the season. And these guys were just, you know, it, like, they were smiling. They were laughing. They were having fun. They were excited. They were going absolutely nuts on the bench. Like, Bulls loves to develop a fun team. And I think the older or the longer he stays here, the more fun this team's going to get. Yeah, absolutely, and and hopefully he stays here you know, beyond his contract, and hopefully uh, it's a multi-year deal, almost like with, with what Frank Solich is going. I mean, was it 16 years now that Frank has been at the helm? Uh, Coach Solich has been at the helm of the Ohio Bobcat football team, and that team should be interesting to follow as well coming up in the fall. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, I, you know, especially since things are going back to normal, they'll have a absolute insane you know schedule especially opening straight out of the gate with Syracuse that'll be a fun game to watch at Peden Stadium uh fun fact that I never really learned about until a couple weeks ago was that you know back in 1960 when um both Syracuse and Ohio were the national championships in their respective divisions so that having that you know 61 years later should be very Interesting, to say the least, for the historical sake. And then you have other schools like Decane, Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. You know, that'll be an interesting uh, away trip to watch. Uh, Big Ten game with Northwestern. And then I, it'll, be, it'll be a fun season, especially since things are going back to semi-normal as far as we know now. Absolutely. And I hope that normal gets here quick, and I hope it gets here uh, you know, pretty uh Pretty soon, especially over the summer, because I'd like to see a packed Pete, and I'd like to see the Convocation Center up and roaring 
for the Bobcats men's and, and women's basketball teams, as well as wrestling. I always got to throw wrestling in there. I'm a big wrestling supporter. But, uh, you know, before I let you go here, Gleckler, and again, we're talking to Jack Gleckler, the sports editor of The Post, upcoming for the 2021-2022 uh, academic year. Uh, Gleckler, what's going on with you guys in, in the podcast? Is necessary roughness going to continue going throughout you know, next year and, and beyond? You know, so far, that's the plan. You know, it's a season finale. It's not the series finale. I really hope that next season, me and my assistant editor, Eli Fazell, can really carry on the torch that JL started with. You know, we, we, done, we did a lot of good work, in my opinion, this year, and I can't wait to see where it goes next year, especially now with, like, a full actual season of football, a normal season of basketball, a lot of optimism for all of Ohio athletics. I'm really excited to see what we can do with the podcast this season. And tell me a little bit about it. I mean, is it, you know, kind of your guys' opinions? Do you got interviews with athletes and coaches? What's kind of the overall topic and format for this podcast? Uh, it's a very casual podcast. You know, it's like one of, it's a very, you know, retrospective, uh, kind, sort of opinion uh, podcast. It's called Necessary Roughness. Basically, every week we kind of break down the biggest games of the week uh, and we kind of give our thoughts on what we saw, what maybe Ohio did good or what they could do better. And occasionally we'll bring in like other beats. Like a couple weeks ago, we brought in uh, Will Cunningham and Maria Menezi, our current soccer writers for this year, to talk about, you know, the season finale, how well Ohio did, what they saw from the Bobcats that season. And we like to cover, you know, all Ohio athletics and with the season, you know, coming back to normal, we'd like to really hammer home, like, this is an OU Athletics podcast. Well, Gleckler, it sounds like a, a good deal, and you know, always appreciate your time, and you know, hopefully we'll get you and Eli on, on the sports line a little bit more often, especially throughout the summer when we're getting up and gearing up for Bobcat Athletics, uh, firing up for the fall. And uh, maybe if you guys are even, I know Eli's covered a little bit of softball, uh, so we'll, we'll get you guys on as soon as possible. But... Blackler, really appreciate the time and uh, looking forward to having you on next. Thanks so much, Connor. Looking forward to it. Again, that's Jack Gleckler, the sports editor of The Post. Him and Eli uh, will be the sports editors coming up for the next year, 2022. And at this time, we're going to take a quick break on the sports fan. On the other side, we'll wrap things up. Bobcat uh, softball again with two wins. And Athens with uh, a couple, looks like they're going to be in, in route to a couple of wins as well. But as of right now, it's a sports fan, 970, 97.1 FM, WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Fruit has curbside pickup. Call your fruit to place a curbside order today. Simply call Fruit General Store or Fruit Pharmacy and tell our friendly fruit associates what you need. Once your order is ready, a fruit associate will let you know you can come pick up. Upon arrival, call your store and a staff member will bring your purchase to your car. Thanks for shopping with us. Fruit is proud to be a part of your community. Visit us at fruitpharmacy.com. 
Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. Ohio Health presents the ninth annual Race for Reason, Southeast Ohio's largest multi-charity fundraising event. This year's event is virtual and runs from April 17th to the 26th. Choose from the College of Health Sciences and Professions Triathlon, Quidel 5K, OUROTC 10K, Power 105 3K Walk, or the Kids Splash and Dash. $10 of your registration fee goes towards the charity or nonprofit of your choice. Visit OhioRaceForAReason.org to register. The Ohio Health Race for a Reason. What's your reason? You got your go-tos, your standbys, even your favorites. But the beefy, cheesy burgers at McDonald's take you back to where it all began. Your bite zero when you first tasted what a burger should be like. Two perfectly seasoned beef patties stacked with a single slice of melty cheese on a golden bun. Now at McDonald's, get two McDouble burgers for $3. Whatever it is to you, classics are classics for a reason. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. You're listening to 970 WATH and the Sports Fan. Sportsman 970, 97.1 FM, WATH. Mills the mic taking you up until 6.30. Three more minutes until the Columbus Blue Jackets hit the airwaves as the Blue Jackets will be taking on the Florida Panthers, and that's going to be a tough one for the Blue Jackets, currently sitting at 15 wins, 23 losses, and, 20, uh, and nine overtime losses. Panthers at 29, 12, and 5 for all the Blue Jacket fans. And at this time, we'll take a caller right here at the quick last moment to the sports fan. But caller, you are live right here on the sports fan. Yeah, I have a question to ask. Yeah, go ahead. When you have a situation like this evening when there's a hockey game and a basket or a baseball game and whatever all else happening at the same time, how do you go about deciding which one's going to hit, you know, go over the airways? Uh, right now, the way that we try to decide it, I know it's pretty late in the Blue Jackets season, and Blue Jackets will be wrapping up momentarily. And, of course, baseball has 162 games. We like to flip over, and we like to you know, play both, uh, if that's a possibility. But in a certain case like this, when Blue Jackets hit the air at 630 and the Reds hit the air at 640, uh, it's pretty tough to, to do both. Uh, but with Blue Jackets wrapping up and you know, having the rest of the summer and rest of the year with, with the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, that, that's kind of what goes into our uh, mindset when we flip back and forth in a situation like this. So when you've got two, two things happening about the same time, then it's whoever, whoever signs on first gets to go? Yeah, whoever, um, you know, and, and if, it's, if it's a playoff game, you know, that's going to take precedence over, uh, you know, a regular season game. Uh, but there's certain... You know, things that we, we try to take into consideration in a moment like this. All righty. But, okay, then. Thank you. Yep. No problem. Again, it's a sports fan, 970, 97.1 FM, WATH. Appreciate Jack Leckler and our callers for calling in. At this time, we'll send it to the Columbus Blue Jackets as they take on the Florida Panthers coming up at 630. Scott Mills signing off. We'll see you tomorrow. 
In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H.